0: Welcome to the SBCA podcast, Component Connection, looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields.
1: Welcome, everyone. On today's podcast, brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, we are going to talk about home builders. My guest today is Howard Geiger, Manager of the Engineering Departments for the Chicago Division of Carpentry Contractors of America, which is owned by Kodiak Building Partners. We're recording this episode live from the International Builders Show here in Las Vegas, where the needs and wants of home builders is on display everywhere you look. Howard, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Okay, well, let's start with talking about building codes, actually. This is something that the home builders are very good at advocating their positions on. At IBS last year, we started the process of nominating you to NHB's Construction Codes and Standards Committee. And for the most of the past year, you've served on their Codes and Standards Subcommittee, which looks at the IRC group of model codes. What do you think are the benefits to our industry, finally having a seat at the table with the home builders with regards to building codes?
0: You know, there's so many levels to talk about, but I think the best is the the interaction of being together with them on a non-adversarial role, and working together to solve the problem before the bad words, before the bad decisions are put into the building code. We've had that scenario, and it took us seven years to get out some bad verbiage. And it never was the intent of the people who put it in in the first place. Yeah. So this being part of the process, working with them, and then having this voice and working one-on-one with the proposal people, it really does give us a voice and it helps us to come up with a solution that's really good for all and it's not too costly yeah. and not too economical for our industry.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the, the thing that gets me about this is that you are – sitting at that table, starting to build relationships with other people, you know, including any HB staff. You're, you know, we, we sat through that meeting the last couple of days. Not only do you gain, a, you know, that relationship building, but you gain a really unique perspective on all of the codes that the home builders are concerned with, right? Most of them are not structural in nature.
0: No, but it is interesting to watch how they develop and their thought process, you know, from no, it's too much money to the complete opposite where they're worried about life safety scenarios.
1: Now, Howard, you have served on several TPI1 revision committees, and now you're the new chair of SBCA's engineering and technical committee. What's your vision for how the home builders will benefit from the work of SBCA's and TPI's technical committees as we move forward?
0: You know, the big phrase that they've been touting this year, the new one, is off-site construction. And I think uh, more so just the broad scope of what that means. Sitting in one of our committees, their scope is that deals more with modular, but it's so interesting that they're literally catching themselves mid-phrase and going, in components too. So they're welcoming us to the, and I think that the builders are going to benefit so much because... It's that mentality or that process that our industry brings to the table, which is that advanced preparation, advanced work to save cost, money, labor, field, and build an overall better package to the to the actual builder and eventual homeowner. So I think that all of this is in the forte of these committees, and it will benefit the builders a lot.
1: Yeah, it seems like a lot of the conversations with home builders this week has been you know, centered around a lot of their pain points. And the technical expertise that our industry has, you know, it's just so clear that there are many pain points that we can help address for them and improve some of the problems that they're having, right? From plans to, you know, performance to costs to labor. material and labor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, since we're talking about it, let's shift to IBS. This show is Really almost indescribable to someone who has not been here. Just like our industry's BCMC, though, you know, education is a key element of this show. Thanks to the relationship building that we've done with NEHB's Building Systems Councils, you know, they've invited our industry to give multiple educational presentations to builders in their lounge. So it's a really good opportunity. We get to promote our industry and really talk about the things that our industry is doing. You and I have been preparing a panel to discuss the benefits of open webbed floor trusses to single family builders. I'm curious, what are some of the things you want to say to builders about using floor trusses? You know,
0: I go back to that concept of offsite engineering, that process. And floor trusses is just another part of that makes it a system. Floor trusses certainly are, are the most economical way, in my opinion, to put that process into motion because it, it opens up the entire floor system for all the other systems to work together. But in that process where the builders can actually see the value is... The more you let us do in that concept as an advanced engineering and preparation, the more we're going to save them in problem solving and working with other mechanicals and working with different departments that you're going to actually save a lot of time in cycle time. And that's one of the things I wanted to talk to the builders about too. And I have a number of occasions this week, got a chance to talk to them, is the fact that savings isn't always at the lower level at the local level you know they're wanting to buy the cheapest floor pack it's the cheapest wall pack it's the cheapest roof when you put it in together as a system you know there's some inherent savings that's not going to be seen until the PL statement at the end of the year so how do you get that in their mind that they've got to go beyond the lower myopic look at things to this broader look at the overall picture and so that is one of the things that i love about floor systems and floor cassettes like we do in my business is that it lends itself to showing them that process. The more the advanced preparation, the less downtime they ever have. In fact, the first time they know there was ever a problem is when we give them the engineering pack for the inspector that says, oh yeah, here, it's been solved. Hmm. And so that has a tremendous value and time and even manpower on their side.
1: Well, I would imagine we've had this conversation, but incorporating the floor trusses into the framing package allows you to Retain control over the entire flow of loads, right from the peak of the roof to the to the floor. Like, why is that of benefit to CCA?
0: Our opinion: We are also in most of our cases we're the framer. Yeah. So okay. if we can control that, then we can also control the guaranteed timeframes. For instance, a house that would take maybe three weeks, maybe four to the frame. Typical two-story first level, second floor wall panels, maybe a first and second floor set of floors. We can have that under roof and under 2 days ready for the shinglers now that same cycle time for some builders stick frame that could be 3 to 4 weeks oh. so but controlling all the loads and coming from one source from the lumber loads the wall panels the plates the even the sheathing that certainly controls quite a lot of that ballet with regards to the delivery and makes it possible to actually accomplish this systems design's approach okay so
1: You've heard and seen a lot here at IBS this week. What does your gut tell you about the opportunity for component manufacturers to grow market share on products like floor trusses, floor cassettes, wall panels, and you know other componentized systems to home builders this year?
0: You know, if you'd asked me yesterday, I'd have a different answer. Sitting in some of the meetings that some of our other SPCA team members and members and board, I just saw the eagerness on so many players they want our product. They're wondering how they can incorporate it. What's the benefit for them? Well, what if? And so sitting in the back of the room watching this, I could see some of the questions and the the people are getting confused. So as they walk out, I stopped them and I talked to them for a while. And the excitement from a framer who is interested in the components and joining the industry to a home builder that wants to have components so that he can control costs. I think that the tremendous benefit of having voices here to answer those questions and just be part of the crowd is a huge potential. Even at lunch, I sat down to a group, a young man and his father who were builders from the Southwest and they were so eager to find answers. They asked me what I did and I told them and then they told me what they did. And the conversation just got to the point where Man, we just can't get enough framers. We can't get enough people. We want to look in the wall panels and stuff like that. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? (laughs) Well, a half hour later. (laughs) (laughs) They learned just how much you know
1: about wall panels,
0: right? It was eager, but it's just the excitement about them wanting to do better and knowing that components is the answer. Yeah. Wall panels, roof trusses, floors. And so that potential here is just phenomenal. And you said earlier, you just can't describe the show. This is my first year at the show. I couldn't have described it. I'm not even sure I still can. (laughs) It's just huge.
1: There's something here for every single person. It is a physical reminder of how large and how varied the housing industry truly is in the United States, right? Yeah. So I think you articulated several times that, you know, one of the values of being here is that you have this ability to just have conversations with home builders, right? Like how, we talk about this at BCMC, right, to our exhibitors of like, where else can you go where you can have so many conversations with so many potential customers all in one spot, right? Yeah. I mean, to have that kind of conversation, you'd have to travel all over the country. For a component manufacturer to come to a place like this and talk to the home builder, are you going to land it? Not, but you're going to gain a lot of perspectives on what home builders across the country are thinking, the solutions they're striving to find while they're here, the struggles they're having. I mean, it's probably somewhat jing to hear that yours isn't the only market where labor is an issue, right?
0: That and uh, you still begin to hear some of their problems that maybe you haven't even thought of before in preparing. I have a couple that I got out of them. It's like we could probably solve that too, you know, yeah. not too hard. So I got a couple what ifs, or you know, some
1: stuff to post. Your customers oh yeah, yeah, you I right got to
0: present. The other thing too is walking the floor. You know, you're most of it. You're going, well, yeah, that's cool. You know, all of a sudden, you'll walk up upon something. You're going, why isn't this at our show? Man, my group had found at least a half a dozen aha moments that I'm going to take back from safety mm-hmm. to materials to uh, even equipment that i want to propose to my plant and my carpenters and see if they want to look into it so there is literally something here for everybody
1: yeah last question we just sat down and listened to ellie wolf from zonda give a sort of revised forecast to home on the show floor so that's an interesting different format right i mean there was a lot going on around as she talked i think she did an excellent job which isn't a surprise what did you hear that she said that you know you found insightful or encouraging or discouraging or whatever?
0: It was interesting because we just talked to her like, what five months ago or whatever it was at our show. I wanted to see where it changed. And cause we have seen these last two months the actual number of orders go up, not down. Why? What's the cause? I was hoping for some magnetic, you know, it was like, oh, things have all changed, everything's better. But she was able to explain at a very fundamental level why we're seeing that. It is good news. Well, maybe there's a softer landing, you know, we're just too soon to tell, but I felt very enlightened. I was looking for more encouragement than I got, (laughs) but I am still positive that, you know, I learned a lot from that, that can explain a few things. And most of it was still pretty good.
1: You know, I found the comment that she said about how, you know, builders moving towards, you know, doing some price breaks, doing some incentives, you know, a lot of the, not gimmicks, but the different ways of getting to the, that final and that final number being lower is leading many home buyers to think that oh, we hit the peak. I don't have to stay on the sidelines because we you know and I buy at the top I'm not I'm, we're no longer there. the prices are coming down and they're seeing some builders offering more competitive interest rates in the four and to five percent range as opposed to the expectation of six and a half or seven. And that's having a significant impact on the buyer's willingness to close a deal, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I love the way she put it. She says they're more comfortable to make the sale. And she even explained which market group that was. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And uh, so it matches literally what we're seeing in my area up in the Midwest all the way through what we're seeing in our other division in Florida with super high sales. Why? And so pretty insightful. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so just closing thoughts, anything else you saw or heard here at IBS that you think other component manufacturers should have on their radar or be thinking about? I think
0: in our meetings with the NHB, our meeting with the home builders that we've had, some of their thought presses of where they're going and their directions we certainly want to be part of that decision making, like me having me on the committee. But I think we need to have more voices in more places just to answer those questions and offer a different opinion and protect even this definition of offsite construction. I right. mean, literally, we heard you know one of the government agencies used the wrong explanation and dictionary, and it was really interesting to watch the uh, the builders you know at our meeting go, oh, oh, oh wait no that's not it so so it's nice to see them on our side but we need to protect our industry we need to protect our voice and part of that is having a great partner and so seeing it in action at the committees actually in person I think was an eye-opener and definitely not a waste of time
1: great well Howard thank you so much for being on the podcast
0: thank you I'm glad to be here this was an (laughs) (laughs) eye-opener
1: well if you've enjoyed what you've heard please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others Also, consider subscribing to SBCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic
0: you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.